1: and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. I want to remind you to mark your calendar for December 31st, Prophetic Gathering of the Saints here in San Antonio, Texas. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Events and register. Seating is limited. The theme for this year's event... 2020 vision for year 2020. I am so excited when the Holy Spirit gave me this vision. It's so exciting to be alive as a Christian. Amen? Lots of things are happening all around us. Last Sunday, I started teaching, turn your captivity into victory. And in that evening, I held a training for Supernatural Lifestyle for the team. Isn't that amazing? And in that evening, side A of the building, for no reason at all, the alarm started that the police came. And I told the group, oh, no, it's just the demons cowering in fear, and they entered the building. They trespassed, so the alarm went off. Isn't that amazing? So we all laugh about it. So Joshua was in Las Vegas attending a conference and attending other meetings and other businesses. So I decided that I'll take advantage of the extra work I got. So instead of holding the regular Sunday service, I trained the group instead. I will not repeat what I taught that Sunday morning. I can't because I was long-winded that Sunday. I think I preached for one and a half hours. I know that the group, the Holy Spirit, told me that the core team are planning on taking me to lunch for pastor's appreciation. But he didn't tell me that they planned it to be at the facility. So I really didn't have that much time to prepare for the evening, but the Holy Spirit took over, and I'm glad. So I wanted to thank everybody at Freedom Fellowship Church. I don't want to mention names because I might miss someone. Thank you for celebrating and remembering me, Mike and Joshua, for pastor's appreciation. And thank you for all the cards, the gifts, and your offerings. Appreciate it all so much, and I appreciate you all. Okay, I thank everybody, and I thank God for all of you. My dear brothers and sisters, if you miss any of our previous broadcasts, we are on podcast. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and we are also on Spotify. I meant to touch one of the reasons on why the people of God are taken captive, why they cannot move about, why things are not manifesting. But I want to share with you the prophecies and visions I got while in time of prayer so that you'll know what to expect. First, expect to see justice being served or rendered in our government, in our political leaders, in the financial arena also, but primarily for our government. All these things that are going on in Washington, D.C., justice will be served so that the people of God will get mobilized for the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. God will continue to uproot deep roots of wickedness in this country. Justice will be served even to those wicked people who thought that they are above the law, that they themselves are untouchables. They will be brought to justice swiftly. Okay? one way or another keep that in mind they will be brought to justice one way or another and god will continue to expose the wicked deeds of politicians some will be removed some will be forced to resign many will be voted out and some will be taken home it is my prayer and it has to be your prayer that all of them repent because that is the will of God. If it is for me, I want to scare the daylights out of them before they repent because, after all, they'll get what they deserve. But I'm always reminded, and I remind myself, now I'm reminding you of God's heart. In Ezekiel 33, verse 11, As surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that they turn from their ways and live. And this time, you should not be partisan, okay? You should not rejoice or wanting the worst to happen to what you call your opponents or enemies. That is not the will of God. We need to pray to win those that can be won. And we need to come against any wicked plots for those who just keep on causing so much trouble and no repentance in sight. And we need to continue to pray for everyone on both sides. Amen. And of course, we need to continue to pray for wisdom and protection for our president and vice president, as well as our governor here in the great state of Texas, our lieutenant governor, and our attorney general. Amen? We need to continue. Don't be partisan, and don't even desire for God to judge them severely, okay? When he said that justice will be rendered, that is a prophecy, it will be rendered. And we have to trust him because his ways of doing things, they're excellent. They are perfect. Amen? Number two, the natural disasters that are happening, some in other countries, but starting here, like the California fires, the series of earthquakes in the Philippines. I just want to let you know, it is harvest time. The land or lands are producing the harvest of what was planted, what was sown. Once wickedness reaches fullness, the land is bound to react violently. In Romans chapter 8, verses 19 through 21, it says, The creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. Let us stop there. The creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. Sons, small capital plural who are the sons of god those that are led by the holy spirit they are the sons of god that is king james version romans eight fourteen. those that are led by the holy spirit they are the sons of god so the whole creation the land the countries the water the atmosphere they groan in eager expectations for us to take our post in the kingdom amen so let's continue with Romans 8:20 20 and 21 remember 19 the creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of god to be revealed for the creation was subjected to frustration not by its own choice but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be liberated From its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God or of the sons of God. We are the one who will cause healing in our land. Remember 2 Chronicles 7 14? If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and repent from their wicked sins, then I will hear from heaven, hear their prayers. And heal their land. Remember that. So that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay. And brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. We are the one who will deliver the whole creation of man in Jesus name. By living a holy and productive life. Productive in preaching the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. By the way we live, by the way we talk, and we disciple others so that they will mature, so that they are fully equipped to every good work. So it is for us, the body of Christ, for the land to be healed. We need to repent. Just like in the Philippines, I gave instruction to the young leaders, the nameless, faceless people that God is going to bring forth in the front lines. You need to repent on behalf of your country, especially on behalf of the spiritual leaders in the country for all the wicked talks and wickedness that they have sowed in that land. The epicenter in the last earthquake was in Davao City. And that is where the headquarters of the false messiah, the Antichrist. But the body of Christ are just making fun of what he says. And they're calling him different names, but only very few bother to pray for those that he has deceived and continue to deceive. You know, it is the will of God that they'll get saved, that they'll get freed from that, that their eyes will be open, that he is the Satan himself. He is an antichrist. But we just laugh about it and we continue to be divided. So now, The land is producing harvest, and I warned some of you while I was there, and I even told you I went there with Divina and Joshua in January, February, and then I have to go back in May, June of the same year just to pray with some of you to continue to train you to focus on Jesus Christ alone. So you two are making a difference. Those who follow the instruction to repent on behalf of the country, to repent on behalf of the leaders and focus on God and obey him, you will make a lot of difference. You can turn that country around. Okay? If not, the prophetic dream that God has given me in 2006 will manifest, and you don't want that. And I'm going to share with you one day, even at this radio, what that dream is all about. Okay? Some of it is manifesting right now. So don't give in to fear. As long as your heart is right in God's sight, you have nothing to fear with everything that was going on, but always do the right thing. Pray for people and continue to prepare and get excited. There are many opportunities that will be open, not just for ministry, but for the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. Psalm ninety one verse eight The wages of the righteous bring them life, but the income of the wicked brings them punishment. I repeat, the wages of the righteous bring them life, but the income of the wicked will bring them punishment. Psalm ninety one eight this is for us. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. So don't touch any unclean things. When justice is rendered in our government amongst our political leaders and the uprooting of wickedness increased in its intensity or accelerated, the other half of the prophecy will soon take place. It will soon manifest in the body of Christ, those that have been faithful and they made themselves ready. If you have been listening to this broadcast for several years, you will know and remember the prophecy I released for the year 2016. It was released at the Prophetic Gathering of the Saints December 31, 2015. This is it. United States of America will experience revival in 2016, starting with a political revival, political changes. And once these political changes or revival manifested, the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence will manifest in the body of Christ in an accelerated manner. That is why I have been preaching, prophesying, and stomping on your toes, skinning you alive, so that you can get ready. Amazing things are happening. For those who say, oh, there she goes again, always talking about money. I did not mention money. I said wealth. That was in your heart, in your wicked heart and mind. And don't put that on me. Have I been asking you for money? Have I been begging you? Or have I been using the podium? No. It is God's will that you obey his commands with a cheerful heart. When he tells you to give or when you give in accordance to the scripture. I'd rather that you hear from God and give generously. Yes. If God will ask me, I'd rather have millions of dollars in reserve that I don't need your seat. A beautiful paid in full building for this ministry. That will be great. I can reach millions and millions of people because we have the resources. but. God is not manifesting that yet for your sake as much as mine. When the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence take place in the body of Christ, then we all can mature the body of Christ together, you and I, and we can continue to evangelize. It will happen, you know. It will manifest. But He is waiting for us to be ready. He doesn't want me or you to get drunk. With wealth that we'll forget about him. We'll forget about his people. And then he will lose us forever. God doesn't want that so we are preparing. Okay? But it's going to happen. Revelation twenty-two seventeen says, The spirit and the bride say, Come. And let him who hears say, Come. Whoever is thirsty, Let him come. And whoever wishes, Let him take the free gift of the water of life if you notice in the scripture it didn't say the spirit and the evangelist say come or it didn't say that the spirit and the pastor say come we all of us there come a time for it to manifest that we are all being led by the holy spirit and all of us the body of christ are all evangelizing wherever we're at being led by the holy spirit isn't that wonderful that is your destiny my dear brother my dear sister this means that the five offices will be done away with because they're not needed anymore it is not up to pastors to say that no more prophets or no more apostles only pastors and teachers i did not see that in the scripture all i know is the book of revelation it talks about false teachers. And it talks about God's holy apostles and prophets. Okay? Well, look it up. Read the entire book of Revelation. You will be blessed by it. So why? Because the five offices, once the body of Christ is matured and we are all united, they're not needed anymore. Because what do we preach and what do we have to preach? Front and center in everything that you do, you do it unto the Lord, not because you're obeying your pastor, not because you're obeying the prophet. All of us, front and center is our Lord Jesus Christ. You don't believe me? Read Ephesians chapter 4, starting with verse 11 all the way through 14. It says, It was he, meaning God, who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until, it means to say the five offices will continue to operate until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. 14. Then we will no longer be infants. Tossed back and forth by the waves. And blown here and there. By every wind of teaching. And by the cunning and craftiness of men. Not Satan. Of men. Are you getting this? The children of Satan. Let me repeat it again. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14. i to read it all the way through 16. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teachings and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head that is Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligaments grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. I did not want to be a pastor. Okay, I didn't want that title. And I was trying to negotiate with God. When the congregation increased to a certain number, can you assign another pastor? Can I step down? He referred me to this scripture. You will stay in that scripture until I say so. And then he led me to Ephesians chapter 4 all the way to 16. The word until. So from then on, I have been training leaders from all over the world to mature. Equipping them and sharing with them everything I got. Everything I know about God. I don't want Freedom Fellowship Church to be like a daycare center. Okay, you come next week, I'm going to feed you. Sometimes I become a long-winded pastor because I don't want to postpone the teachings or the revelations that God wants to give them. It's up to them to talk to God about it. Feeding infants every week, every day, you have to have a certain programs to entertain them and to make them all feel good. But when they encounter problems, they don't know what to do. I don't like that. So I never hold punches, even here at this radio. Because one thing, I am not into babysitting business. I am in the business of training, equipping, and discipling God's people. I look at everybody in our congregation as priests and kings because that's who they are. They are not my sheep. They are not God's sheep. They are God's people. Congregation at Freedom Fellowship Church are not animals. Congregations at Freedom Fellowship Church, they look and smell a lot, lot greater than sheep. So they speak the oracle of God. So with you, I don't care whether you agree with me or not, or whether you like me or not. God will keep me here, stomping on your feet. Skinning you alive until he says otherwise. Most of all, just to let you know, this is a revelation. I did not ask the Lord to put me in the radio either. So it is not you nor the congregation who put me here. It is the Lord and I'm obeying him. So I will continue to prophesy. I will continue to teach you and share with you what he wants me to teach. What he wants me to share. If you say, well, I will not support you, what else is new, right? Just imagine what it will be like when I'm not doing this radio program anymore. All the time I have. I tell you one thing, I am not going to cry over it. I will rejoice because by then I will have another assignment or additional assignment from the Lord. It is awesome not to be preaching to the choir anymore. I want fresh meat. Miracles and salvation never gets old. They always transform me. They always teach me about how good and how awesome our God is. If it's not time for me to get off the air, but was taken off because of financial or other reasons, I can cause trouble while praying for you. And you will hear me speaking to you in your sleep, while driving, while cooking, or working. And that will put fear of God on you, and you will obey Him, with or without me reminding you. But do you know what God's perfect will is? That you obey and live for Him because you love Him, and not because you fear Him. And I'm running out of time. I repeat. The will of God and why I'm doing this while I'm here on the radio is that you obey God and you live for him because you love him as much as I love him, not because you fear him. When I fell in love with Jesus, that is for me. I was undone and he continues to reveal himself to me. I learn every day. That is why I am bold and fearless. My priority is to teach you what God is planning or share with you what God is doing here on earth and help you to really get to know who you are in Him. You are of a special kind, and He loves you. That is my confidence, and that shall be your confidence. I'm running out of time. Remember, don't forget to register for the Prophetic Gathering of the Saints by going to our website, SOGMI.org. Again, SOGMI.org and click Events. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time.
0: Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. dot org